First thing I got to say, Easter may be over, but your time is not up. Worship leader, worship teams, God has called you to a grander and greater view for you to step in. And this is why we come to encourage you every week to bring you messages, tools, and equipping that is essential for your growth as a leader of worship. Thank you so much for subscribing to the Worship Team Training Podcast, iHeartRadio listeners, and iTunes Listeners, thank you so much for your time and your attention. You mean the world to us. We also invite you to join us on our video broadcast that take place on Facebook Live and Periscope every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Central Live, and also on the playback. So how can we live Easter each and every day? That's what's up on today's podcast. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast with your host and training director, Brennan Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey guys, what's up? Worship Team Training, Brandon Dempsey here. How are you guys? What's up? Great to have you on this fantastic Tuesday, and uh, man, we're just going at it. We have actually, uh, we're driving today. We're driving today with our uh, worship leader guest, local guest, Tim Tibbles, that's out from Fort Worth, Texas, and um, I don't think we've ever had anybody drive in the car and do an actual interview. So... Anyway, his seatbelt is on, and I hope that yours is too, because this may be a bumpy ride. And just disclosure full, uh, we are not responsible for any accidents or anything. And that kind of would be bad if that happened live now that I think about it. Probably not a good idea. I think maybe we should just reschedule. He's talking. Say again, Tim. I said I got both hands on the wheel. Everything is going to be good. Yeah, yeah, that's what the last guest said. Never came back. Okay, so anyway, glad that you guys are here. Thanks for coming in. I'm Brandon Dempsey, and great to have you on this Tuesday as we are talking about recharging after Easter and making making it almost like Easter every day. I don't know about you guys, but this past week, I mean, wow, Easter it was just Easter's crazy week. It just is. It's it's like cracking. You're the egg being cracked, my friend. I'm sorry. It's like you know, Christmas. We spread everything out in one month, but Easter. No, no. We have to get hit by baskets in all one week, you know? I mean, take that, Easter Bunny. You got the easy job. Sorry, but for us worship leaders and ministers, I'm telling you, Jesus, take the wheel. What's up, SBC Music Man? What's up? Hey, everybody, say hello. Swipe and invite. Let everybody know what's going on. Periscope, thanks so much. Great to have you with us. Michelle, who else is in the house? TD, what's up, Terry? Also on Facebook Live, you guys, give us a shout out. If this is your first time that you are watching or hearing this by playback, say hello. Give us your name, city, country, where you're from. Type it in the comment box window. Thank you, thank you, thank you, all of our iTunes and iHeartRadio followers listening to us and subscribe to this podcast and if you haven't done it yet you can find us good people on facebook and periscope find worship team training on itunes and iHeartRadio. radio uh, hope that you guys also got the word of the day that went out yesterday as well on both those broadcasts and uh we got some good stuff on that because we're talking about restoration today we're talking about we're talking about not burning our gas so anyway Enough about that. I'm Brandon Dempsey, and this is what's up, SBC. He's from um, WP Second BC, Lancaster. 
South Carolina. Great to see you, my man. Worship pastor, awesome. Who else do we have on, uh, with us on the on the cast? If you guys would go ahead and say shout out. Uh, we come to you every Tuesday just like this. Well, not like this, but at, like this, rather, at 11 a.m. Central on Tuesdays every week. Also, like I said, be sure to catch the word of the week that we put out on our podcast on Worship Team Training, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. What we do at Worship Team Training, just like this, we train worship teams like you with your worship team. We take a Friday and a Saturday and go over all the basics of scripture, how that applies to your skill, your leadership development with your musicians, with your vocalists. Hey, we're going to be doing a workshop at Tim's Church like this. Well, not like this, but we'll be doing a workshop without anybody driving, and that's going to be a lot of fun, so you can't miss that. And uh, we also provide mentoring, and if you haven't checked out our university site at WTTU.co, we have a few of our university members right now watching. Terry and Michelle, what's up? Good to see you guys, and uh, we can't wait to see you guys join us here at WTTU as well. So for this week, I want to just, you know, hey, we got big stuff happening, and I just can't wait to share it with you guys coming up later on this thir- this Thursday it, sa- it says Tuesday but it's Thursday we have Ryan Claire coming back at 11 a.m. central Ryan's going to be doing some music and uh, talking about ministry uh, what he does we had Ryan Claire last time on our broadcast and in which we had a lot of fun uh, we did this for quite a while uh, have it as music, and we we did like a brown bag special. So you definitely want to uh, watch out for that because that's been a lot of fun. And uh, coming up also, if you are in need, as we're talking today about retreat and getting away, hey, a good friend of ours named Tom Croyder is putting together an awesome, awesome retreat for worship leaders. And I'm going to put the link up in just a second here for all you guys watching. It's worshipleadersummits.com. And if you mention us, worship team training you will get a free gift when you register it's happening this coming well we're already here april the 9th through april the 11th and so registration is now so right now i'm putting up the link uh you know worshipleadersummits.com and mention uh wtt and you get uh get a gift at registration, so make sure that you guys go to that and uh, check out Tom's stuff. Tom is awesome. We've had Tom Crowder on here for uh, a few shows, and just a, just an awesome man of God, taking worship leaders um, in the uh, the awesome. Uh, uh, countryside areas where they're going to be staying. And if you go to worshipleadersummits.com, you will see where everyone's staying, what we're doing, and it's just going to be fantastic. So make sure that you check out for that. And also, you can see all of our other events on wttu.co slash events for worship teams, worship leaders, vocalists, you name it, musicians. we got a lot of stuff up there. New daily trains are happening also, so be sure that you're checking out for that. Okay, I think I went way past our time here for uh, uh, what we're going to be having Tim on. So let's go ahead and introduce Tim. Tim Tibbles is a worship leader out from Fort Worth and at a Bible church over there. We want to welcome him and be careful as he's driving. Please, no jokes, everybody. Tim, how are you today, brother? I'm good, man. Just, uh, you know, I'm on a stretch of highway between Fort Worth and Tulsa, Oklahoma. So uh, it's a long, it's, it's a good long stretch of nothing. So it's good to be able to actually talk to somebody for a few minutes. That's, that's, uh, we so, we so feel inclined. Uh, please don't get stretched any further on this broadcast, okay? All right, all right, all right. 
okay. <laughs> just saying, this has never happened before. I have no control. Hey, just yeah. I'm just super excited to uh, to be helping you break <laughs> new ground on your show. Yeah, you're right. You're right, and you're doing it. And just please make sure that you drive on the ground and not in the ground. Okay, so all right, sounds great. <laughs> tell us, tell us, Tim, uh, about your church, what you do, where you're at, all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the worship pastor for a church called Pantigo Bible Church. We're in Fort Worth, uh, Texas, and we're about you know 2,000 members. Um, and uh, just man, we're literally a 110 year old church. Um, I've been worship pastor there for almost six years, and just trying to you know do everything I can to help impact that part of the world with our church. And cool. um, we have a mission statement: uh, making disciples who are changed by God and change the world. And that's uh, that's what we're trying to do. Love that. Wow. And you infuse that into your worship team. Yes. I'm saying that one more time. Sorry. You infuse that mission statement into your worship team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think everything we everything we do really is about making disciples and, uh, you know, from from, you know, converge conversion all the way to uh, to discipleship and and everything we can do in between that helps people grow closer to God. We do that and and really insist uh, if you're on our worship team, you're fully bought into the mission, uh, that specific mission of Pantigo Bible Church. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us about Easter. What was that like for you this past week? Uh, I mean, you didn't die. You're still here, which is great. You didn't die yet because he's no, still driving. True. So, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure our Easter is a lot like everybody else's. I mean, you'll have double their normal attendance, and you know, uh, yep. you know, you have the CNE crowd, the Christmas and Easter congregation that will show up, and <laughs> you know, you got grandkids coming with their grandmas and families coming into town, and families going out of town. So it's just a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, you know, it's an event. Um, yeah. You know, whether whether we plan it to be an event or not, it's an event for most of the families in our church because it's, uh, it's something that they do, and they've got traditions and things that they're trying to. Uh, trying to do with their family. So we try to capitalize on that and preach the word of God and hopefully, uh, hopefully capture some minds and hearts of people in the process. Awesome. Cool. Um, just one question before we continue, are you obeying the speed limit? I am actually, I am, I am obeying the speed limit because I'm going through Olkamulgi right now. And if you've ever traveled this road, you know that uh, there's two towns you want to make sure you obey the speed limit in and one is Olkamulgi and one is Atoka. Okay. So. <laughs> all i want to know all right so like during the easter craziness uh how do you keep things balanced because i mean it's it's almost like we crawl underground during easter it's like groundhog's day but it's easter you know crawl underground got all this work to do we feel buried we come out and then we're resurrected with jesus it's beautiful so <laughs> i think our resurrection takes a few days longer than jesus i think but, but i that's think that's probably so. an accurate statement i think so uh yeah, you know, I think um, I think for most of us, we want because there's so um, there's such a large group of people that this may be their only time to attend church all year. Uh, most of us take the opportunity very, very seriously to do something special and hopefully uh, a little bit out of the ordinary. We um, and, and we'll spend lots and lots of times pouring, you know, our hearts and our minds and our creativity and uh, being good stewards of that moment of that that hour that we get with them. Um, and, uh, if, you know, if you're like me, I, you know, typically I, I try to work out three or four times a week. 
the week of Easter, awesome. I'm not doing any of that. It's, you know, full on 60, 70 hour week in, uh, in the office and on the platform and stage sets and, you know, music rehearsals and vocal rehearsals and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, I think, uh, I think balance is key for me. Um, I really do try as much as I can to, to spread out as much of the ministry as possible. I try to give away as many things as I possibly can, uh, so that my team has ownership, uh, not just because I've asked them to do something, but because I've allowed them to kind of own that piece. Right. Um, and then it's really, if I can do that well, it's really me pouring into people, which really recharges me more than anything. I enjoy that. Um, and so, uh, uh, that's kind of how I, how I try to find balance in those weeks. Awesome. What about your team? How do you, how do you keep your team, uh, chill during that week? I think um, as much as I can, and it's something I started probably a couple of years ago, we try to spread out some things. So we'll start our rehearsals a couple of weeks early and yeah. we'll try to keep as many of the rehearsals off of the Easter weekend as possible. So right. by the Wednesday before Easter, we've already had four or five rehearsals. And then we don't do anything um, until until well, we have a Good Friday service, right. but we have no rehearsals after our, after our Wednesday, and that allows people to cool. be involved with their families, to do tra- you know their traditional things that they do with their uh, you know with their grandparents or their parents and things like that, and not feel like you know the church is intruding on their Easter you know their Easter traditions. So yeah. so that's that's one way we try to kind of be conscious of that. Yeah, very cool. Uh, what about coming out of Easter? I mean, you just mentioned you know it's we feel like we're collapsed. I mean, we got to recover after Sunday. That was yesterday. Right. So how, for you personally, how do you come out of the, the, the Easter candy egg? Right. Uh, I, I, as I get older, I love sleep more. You know, there, there was a day, <laughs> Yes, that's so true. there was a day that I could, I could stay up for hours and hours and hours and have three hours sleep that night and right. get up the next day and be fine. Right. That's just not true anymore right. as I get into my forties. So, right. So I made sure on Monday I gave my whole staff, uh, the, uh, the day off and I just told them and myself to just get as much sleep as possible. I'm super blessed to have a wife that like let me sleep in and took my kids to school and all that kind of fun stuff. That's so, awesome. so, uh, that's, that's the best way for me getting lots of sleep, watching a movie, uh, getting out and playing some basketball. Those are things I do to kind of, kind of refresh and recharge. So what are, um, we have one question. Thanks, SPC. Um, what is your worship service days and times like? Um, so our, our normal worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Um, we have a really large worship center. We have like 1,800 seats in our worship center. And we usually only have about 900 people in each of our services. So we don't have to add any services on Easter morning, which is which is super helpful. Yeah. Uh, because it allows us to kind of keep our normal same schedule. Uh, one of the things that I do on Easter Sunday to kind of help is because we've had the rehearsals uh, on a normal week. We actually do a rehe- we don't do a midweek rehearsal. Uh, we we rehearse at six forty five a.m. Uh, and then we do a uh, kind of a tech check production meeting where we actually meet with all of our tech teams and pastors, uh, talk through the service, and then we do a full run through at like eight oh five. So um, so on Easter Sunday because we'd had so many rehearsals leading up, we did away with that six forty five a.m. rehearsal, and nobody had to show up till seven forty five. So uh, that kind of that kind of helps us out. Kind of helps to answer your first question. Kind of mm-hmm. helps everybody chill out a little bit, but I'll 
also um, also allows uh, allows us to be as normal as possible on that Sunday, so that when people come back the next week, they don't feel like, "Hey, where's that church I just saw last week?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, and that's 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 another pitfall that we have as a church is that the second week of Easter. So how how are you taking care of yourself right now, and how do you make it Easter every day? Yeah, I think uh, I think we can make such an event. I'll answer it in backwards the way you asked it. Uh, sure. I think we can make such an event out of Easter um, that we get caught up in the holiday. We forget that as a church, we, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and if we put all of our creative eggs into the Easter basket, um, then I, no pun intended. Actually, no pun intended. Uh, then uh, I think uh, I think we fall victim to the idea that Easter is the only day we celebrate Jesus, and um, and we're we're as a church right now, we're working really hard to make sure that we're sharing Christ in the gospel, offering people an opportunity to respond to that every Sunday. So in some ways, while we do some extra things on Easter, Easter for us this year didn't look a whole lot different than a normal Sunday. Um, and, and that helps, that helps out. Uh, I think in, uh, in the first question, which is how am I taking care of myself with the first part of the question? Um, man, I, Again, I'm getting older. You know, I'm in my 40s now, which is which is just crazy because uh, you know my bro- my brain still says I'm 25. Right. Um, but exercise <laughs> is a big deal, man. Um, being able to get out and I love yeah. to play basketball. That's kind of how I work out. So cool. I'll play basketball four or five times a week. Uh, make sure I'm getting a good hour, hour and a half in, spending good time with my kids and my. We get it every week on Friday. Make sure I don't miss those, and uh, that's and, and then just making sure I'm staying in the Word. You know, as long as I'm doing those things, uh, I stay pretty healthy. So, what drains you? What what kills it for you? Um, doing things that are <laughs> this is funny. Uh, doing things that just don't come natural to me, like answering emails. Man, I hate writing. Um, I, you know, I, I it is. It is painful for me to write an email. Uh, so doing those types of things, um, I'm really lucky that I have a good team around me because they handle some of the administrative functions for me. That, uh, uh, and, and if I'm doing things that aren't in my giftedness, man, it just it's 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 like going to the dentist for me. Yeah. <laughs> so answering emails, having to write long, you know, policies and procedures, and stuff, man, that that drains me quicker than anything. So um, what do you think is helpful for you to, to not be drained? I mean, how, I mean, you mentioned exercise. That's great. Um, but on the days where you're feeling like, man, this is not working, I don't feel like this, is, this can be Easter's away, and you're working through the service and you get in this rut, you hit a brick wall, what do you do to pull yourself out of it? Um, okay. Again, this is this is kind of the season I'm in right now. One of the things I'm realizing in this part of life is there there really are there really are seasons for everything. Sure. Um, and uh, it's, you know that's not just an old Beatles song or an old you know verse in the Bible. That's- Okay. Keep moving. You know, it's not a bad thing to put one foot in front of the other and just keep moving and really lean into the Lord, trust in Him. Uh, you know, I spend a little bit more time uh, in personal worship or in the Word uh, in those kind of seasons. But the worst thing for me to do is to just stop because the second I stop, uh, uh, 
completely. And I don't mean like stop and rest. I mean, just, you know, so I can't do this anymore or quit. Um, then that's when the enemy starts to work on my heart and in my mind. Um, so, you know, I'm realizing that with every season that has a beginning, you know, we're entering spring right now and the trees are blooming and flowers are coming up and the grass is, you know, growing. Uh, and into that, it's eventually going to become summer and things are going to dry out. And when you get to summer, there's going to become an end to that. And these are going to fall off the tree. So realizing that every season has an end and just continuing to walk through that season and learning as much as I can from the Lord in those seasons really helps me get through, get through those times. I don't know that sounds simple, but man, yeah. I'm just, you know, I can look back on places in my life and say, that's the season God did that. That's the season God did this or the season this thing happened. And I think uh, embracing the season I'm in, even if it's a hard one and just saying, okay, I'm just going to continue to move forward and see what God does here really is helpful for me personally. So here's a bigger question. Um, what about the, how the season that you're, that you're in right now, how can that help others? Yeah, I think, um, I think everything we do has an impact on people around us in every way. And uh, I wish I had understood that more when I was, you know, in my twenties. Um, but, uh, if I can learn to, you know, as, as a, as a worship pastor, as I'm sure most worship pastors are, uh, we're emotional people, you know? And so I can, uh, I can definitely let my emotions get the best of me. And I think when I recognize the season I'm in, how I handle my emotions really can impact the people around me. And so I try to work really hard at having a good emotional maturity and, uh, understanding that, wow. uh, that just cause I'm feeling this way right now, uh, doesn't mean that everybody around me needs to feel that in the same way I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so I try to do the best I can. <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. I try to guard people from my emotions as much as I can. And that really does help. That really does help people around me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Uh, emotional maturity. Um, I love what you just said. I think that's a really big deal. So what do you say to those, uh, younger worship leaders that are starting doing their first Easter's? What do you say to them about that? Um, I think, I think recognize, you know, worship, worship, the first time we see the word worship in the Bible is when uh, Abraham is getting ready to take uh, his son and Isaac and sacrifice him. And what he does is he, he leaves his servants and he grabs Isaac and he says, uh, if you attach that to everything we see after uh, after that about worship in the Bible, and then eventually you get to Romans mm-hmm. chapter twelve, uh, where where Paul defines uh, worship as a sacrifice, right? So if we recognize that everything we do is giving ourselves up for the benefit of God's kingdom, that that is worship. It's it's it can be the song we're going to sing and lead on Sunday, uh, but it's not just the song we're going to lead mm-hmm. on Sunday. So I, I think when we recognize that I'm giving something up for the benefit of God's kingdom, and that's going to Uh, in turn bless his church for me i would say you know to the person who's just doing easter maybe for the first time or coming out of their first easter that sacrifice you gave was worth it it's going to have an eternal impact uh on the people that were there and you may not see it we don't always get to be the reapers of the harvest sometimes we get to plant the seeds or you know prepare the fields but but god will always use that sacrifice that you gave that you made uh to do something great within his kingdom and that's the ultimate form of worship and to, and to take heart in that be encouraged by that what do you say to uh, worship leaders that may feel their their time is up? Maybe their season's run out. Maybe they feel burnt out. Okay, I, and, and I'm just going to be a little bit transparent. 
you know, I, I'm starting to feel that at, you know, at 42 years old, um, do I have, do I have the relevance anymore? Can I, can I speak to this new millennial generation, you know, um, and those types of things, I would say, uh, that God has done more with less than you are. Um, if you look at the history of the Bible where he's got, you know, guys like Moses who can't speak, uh, speaking to a nation of people, uh, when he uses, when he uses Noah, who just happens to be the last man standing, you know, when he uses people like Peter who can't control his emotions or, or people like Paul who are intellectuals, but they've been kind of outcast from their group. Hmm. I mean, God has done more with less than you are. And, uh, and I would just encourage you to keep walking faithfully in the Lord and, uh, and watch don't ever assume that the thing you've done, you know, last is the best thing you'll ever do. Uh, there's, hmm. there's so much more God has to do with you. And when, when he's done with you, he'll put you in a new season where he'll do something even greater. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so hang in there. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks. That was a lot packed in a couple sentences there. No, that's good. No, that's good. Uh, God does more with less. Absolutely. Love that. Thanks, Crystal. Thanks, SBC watching on Periscope. Um, Gosh, this has been great. Tim, thanks so much for coming on today, man, and sharing your heart and also not getting into an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you know, so I think Geico's calling on the other line because they see this video and they're wanting their policy <laughs> back. So, <laughs> sorry. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, I appreciate maybe. you guys being flexible and making this work. I, you know, this was a scheduling error on my on my account. So I no, 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 no. That's know, good. Just stay. This. Uh, so, if you would, uh, Tim, just stay right there where you are. Okay. And uh, guys, we ask that you stay right there where you are to continue to watch what we have here at worshipteentraining.com. Be sure to check out our workshops. Be sure to check out our mentoring. And again, to underscore WTTU.co where you can get all of our university online membership resources. That's over 800 articles, video content. Unlimited webinars, daily trains, which you'll find out what that is later once you go in, downloadable devotionals, ebooks. There's just a whole array of things, and it's right there for you. Plus, you get mentoring sessions as well. So, we invite you to check out WTTU.co. And, guys, be sure to check out this coming Thursday. When you do become a member, you get guys like Ryan Clare. We also had Dennis Jarnigan last week. We have more guys coming up later on. I think we have uh, Jenny Owens also coming in the next week or two. So, so you got to become a member to get on this train because if not, it's just going to leave the station, baby. And you don't want to miss out all of these resources. Don't miss out. So this coming Thursday, we have Ryan Clare. Also coming up, uh, we'll be having our next Brown Bag special and our next webinar with David Manor. That's later on this month. So be sure to tune in for that. Uh, not tune in, just subscribe, whatever. Tom Croyder, the Worship Leader Retreat. Make sure you go to worshipleadersummit.com. Again, that's worshipleadersummits with an S at the end.com and mention WTT. Got to go for now. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Again, Tim, thanks so much for coming. We love you, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks. I appreciate you asking me to be here today. We pray for your safety. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you guys. Yes, stay there with me. All right, guys. And uh, we again, we uh, we look forward to having you guys back very, very soon on our next Worship Team Training Hangout coming up next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Be sure to share this with a friend. And we also ask for you guys, if you're listening by uh, Playback, iHeartRadio, and iTunes, if you would, also on Facebook, give us a five-star rating. We ask of you. And if not, better yet, share this broadcast with somebody who needs it. We love you. Thanks so much again for coming. We'll see you guys back very very soon bye
This has been a Worship Team Training Broadcast and Digital Production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com. telling you right now, you need to grow as a leader of worship. No matter if you're a musician, singer, worship leader, pastor, audio tech, God has called you to something greater. The question is, are you stepping into it? The deeper question, how are you growing into that role? This is why we're here to help you at Worship Team Training University. We have Already, I've mentioned through the broadcast, all the content that we offer on demand, 24-7, unlimited webinars, downloadable resources, ebooks, other downloads, you name it. But it's all right here for you and your growth, but you got to take advantage of it. So go to wttu.co slash enroll. That's E-N-R-O-L-L. And just in case, if you missed our specials, Email me, Brandon at WTTU.co, and I will give you a free VIP seven-day pass, but you must act now. Email me, that's Brandon, B-R-A-N-O-N, at WTTU.co. Better yet, check out a membership for yourself, WTTU.co.